Welcome to the Business Miracles Podcast. I'm Heather Dominic, founder of businessmiracles.com. Since 2010, I've been training highly sensitive entrepreneurs and leaders from around the globe to work less while making more impact and income by doing things differently. I'm so glad you've joined me. Listen in and get ready for a shift in the way you view yourself, your work, your life. A business miracle. This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode 125 Inside Highly Sensitive Leadership with Independent Healthcare Contractor Jennifer Rickards. Welcome to this special series of the Business Miracles podcast, Inside Highly Sensitive Leadership, where you'll be hearing real stories from real highly sensitives creating real success. In today's episode, I am thrilled to spend some time talking to Business Miracles community member Jennifer Rickards. I always I always enjoy every moment I get to connect with Jennifer because of her fierce dedication to her own personal awareness and personal growth. Not only is Jennifer the epitome of what it means to be in process of mastering her highly sensitive nervous system, she is also an accomplished healthcare professional with experience in government, commercial, and nonprofit settings. Her exceptional communication skills, strategic expertise, and collaborative team planning strengths are such a great great demonstration of how our highly sensitive nature does not need to be compartmentalized outside of work, outside of business, outside of working with teams, but is actually meant to be fully present in all that we do. It is such an honor to witness Jennifer's highly sensitive leadership journey and all the ways she shows up in her commitment to growth and evolution and for all the ways she shows up as a highly sensitive leader. Welcome to the Business Miracles Podcast and Inside Highly Sensitive Leadership. I am really looking forward to having this conversation with you today. Thank you, Heather. It's great to be here. I love every moment that I get to connect with you and being a part of your journey over the last, what has it been, four years now? I think so. I was trying to find that in time flies, but I think it's been since about 2017, fall of 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. And your transformation has just been incredible. And like I said, I always enjoy every moment that I get to connect with you because you're a person who's just really invested in your own personal awareness and your own personal growth and the way that that has transpired to changes in your outer experience has has really just been phenomenal. So with that in mind, I would love for us to start by just kind of connecting in and hearing from you and your own words, you know, how would you describe your highly sensitive leadership training journey so far? Very similarly, but I would probably flavor it with, you know, how painful it was to operate in the past without the trainings. So Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, you know, I work in a setting that's kind of traditional. We Mm -hmm. we call that the 80, you call this the 80 percenters setting, you know, the non-highly sensitive I always think of like the open concept work plan or work work workflow that is not for HSPs. 
the conferences that start at seven in the morning and then there's a happy hour and then there's a dinner and people go to bed at one and you do that for five days straight. That's the kind of environment I've been working in. And in the past, I was so stressed, so stressed, so frazzled. You know, I was really protective of myself as well. After you work in that setting and you have to kind of build up a thick skin to be able to do those kinds of things when they're not natural for you. I don't know how much longer I could have worked in that setting without real support. So you can do band-aid things, right? You can go on a vacation, you can do these artificial things that don't really address the underlying issue. When I look back at that, I kind of cringe to think, you know, I don't know what I would be doing because I really enjoy my work and I really enjoy the people that I work with. And so it takes a while to do meaningful change. And it's really, really nice to be able to be centered and open, to be receptive to the team that I work with and not be in that overprotective kind of frazzled mode that I used to operate out of. Yeah. Wow. So, so well said, Jennifer. I just really appreciate this. And Again, one of the reasons why I was really excited to have you as part of the Inside Highly Sensitive Leadership series, because often what I find is that so many highly sensitives work under or operate under the limiting belief that either they work in the 80 percenter world and they have to just completely subjugate who they are subjugate their own needs, or they leave that world. And that's the reason they give for starting a business, Mm -hmm. which tends to actually not work out so well, right? If you're starting a business to just try to run away from or protect yourself from what it takes to operate within the 80% or world, and setting yourself up for a lot of challenges, not that it can't be done, but really because of who we are as highly sensitive, we succeed best in business when we're really motivated by purpose and passion, not because we don't want to be somewhere else. So to hear you so beautifully speak to, you actually love the work you do. You I know. Love, <laughs> <laughs> you love the people you work with, or at least you're invested, let's say, and you have learned a way to operate within a system that is geared more towards the other 80% where you don't have to fully let go of who you are and you don't have to be operating under the shadow of overprotection all of the time. Now, because I know you and I know you so well, I'll just say it for you. This is a work in progress. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right? It's not as if this is something that you have, you know, totally mastered, but I think we can probably both admit the ability to do that work in the way that you do it more skillfully has absolutely improved and increased through your dedication to to putting the tools and the teachings into practice. Would you agree with that? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, when you were reflecting on my journey earlier, it, it is such a work in progress and it's helpful to hear your framing because I am really driven, you know what I mean? That by purpose, by meaning. And so I do put a lot of effort into this area. So everything that we're talking about, 
I intentionally work on, you know, and I work with you and, and I'm part of the community and I learn so much from everyone in the community as well. I do think our workplace is changing as a result of the pandemic, as a result of many things where the workplace is being asked to be more friendly to, let's say, highly sensitives or other types of setups, parents, you name it, people who have a health issue, maybe they're caring for other members of their family. So I think it's a really good time to be in touch with the highly sensitive strengths that you highlight. Yeah, I would really agree with that. Again, really, really well said. And it's part of why I keep saying like, this is really the time for highly sensitive leadership and not just as entrepreneurs, but definitely the places where we are meant to affect change and create a positive impact where, you know, again, the environment might not be, you know, 100% conducive to a highly sensitive needs, but there is change that's happening and there's change that's happening because of the roles that we play as highly sensitive, right? We have to be showing up. We have to be demonstrating our strengths. We have to be giving evidence that we have something to offer as a way to help those systems to evolve and change and hopefully, ideally, you know, eventually emerge on the other side of the global pandemic into a new world where there is more inclusiveness in regards to the way that we work, the way that work is done, the way that teams operate, et cetera, et cetera. So with all of that in mind, I would love to hear what do you see as like one of your primary highly sensitive strengths that you really call on, you really use, you really bring to your team, you bring to the work in a way that is unique for those of us who are highly sensitive. Yeah. And I, again, the strengths are so needed at this time. The one that comes to mind for me is the strength of deep listening. Mm -hmm. So for me, that is, you know, you're listening, you're taking in all the information like a highly sensitive does, right? Verbal, uh, you know, physical, whatever, whatever medium you're in, if you're on video, if you're in person, to be able to know what's going on, that could be with an individual. So they, they might be forecasting to you something that they're not verbally saying, but it's probably pretty clear to someone who's highly sensitive that they're not comfortable. They don't understand what this other person is saying. They're really lost. They don't feel part of the team. They're actually kind of panicked to be able to pick up on that and then support them outside of that group setting or know when something's going wrong with the team because of deep listening is really helpful. On another side of my work, you know, if I'm interacting with the government, they cannot reveal some types of information contractually, but they may forecast it very clearly from what I see. Yes. Um, and that's a, usually a pretty strong clue that I get that like, they are telling us this, they can't verbally say that, but they can really hint at it. And it's, it's come in handy a lot. So it comes in handy with the team, with the federal government that helps the projects that I work on. Yeah just kind of opening up to the information coming in. It's a, it's a, it's a really valuable skill. Amazing. I mean, I think maybe that is probably one of the best descriptions I've heard of how to use that highly sensitive strength of deep listening. 
and deep feeling. I really yeah. hear you describing as well in a way that really is strength oriented because so many highly sensitives when they're untrained, that deep thinking, that deep feeling, that deep listening all tends to be on the shadow side, right? Mm -hmm. When you don't really understand yet, when you don't have a knowing of how to use the strength, it can work against you. Deep thinking becomes analysis paralysis, right? Deep feeling becomes overprotection or over-responsibility. Deep listening, you know, turns into a sense of judgment of self or others. And yet, wow, right? With the way that you just described it is like, oh, okay, we can really then see how that strength truly is a superpower and has the ability to affect such positive change and create good for so many. I would love to then take it to how you see your strengths really beneficial when it comes to leading a team. And it might be, you know, along the same lines of what you were just sharing in terms of that deep listening, or is there something else or another way that you see your strengths particularly able to support a team of people so that they can be, you know, in the world impacting, affecting change through, through their roles. Yeah. I think the deep listening really helps me know what's going on with individual team members and then with the functioning of the overall team. Okay. So I'm basically looking at how is the energy flowing within the team? Where is someone getting frustrated or stuck? Um, How is the reporting going up and down? These are all those descriptions of like a feeling of an energy flow with the team. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I think, I don't know if it's all the kind of HSP strengths combined, but I really have this desire for everyone I work with to be successful. So I don't, I don't bring ownership of, of, I need this credit or it's gotta be me who delivers this information. I'm looking at it holistically thinking, you know, how can we be successful as a company? How can this individual really take off and be successful? How can they be in a role that speaks to what, you know, what we talk about the zone of genius. So I, I think it's really all of it working together. And then the tools you give of being able to assess when I'm getting stuck, when I'm not able to bring something forward, how can I get out of my own way? How can I not be in overprotection, which is just really trying to protect those deep feelings, those you know, those insecurities that will pop up as a highly sensitive. Yes. Yes. That is really fantastic. That's exactly what I was interested in hearing a little bit more about is how as a highly sensitive, you know, working with a team dynamic is different than someone who's not highly sensitive working with a team dynamic. And so much of what I hear you speaking to is, you know, what I've introduced to the Business Miracles community as those, you know, four types of leadership, right? Where from a psychological perspective, there's the work that's about, you know, leading over and then leading with and then leading to and leading within And that so many times leadership is associated just with leading over, 
right? That that's more of like that 80 percenter approach, the non-highly sensitive approach, which is I'm on top, you're below me, you do what I say, you know, I am king and hear me roar. (laughs) And then for those of us who are highly sensitive, when we're tapped into our strengths, we have more of that ability to lead with others, to also connect with leadership within, and then therefore give power to others within a team. And that's what I hear you describing when you are saying you want everyone to be able to be successful. But what allows you to be able to do that is to watch that energy flow, right? To really be able to use that, to to work with that. And the reason why I appreciate hearing this so much is because, again, it's such a great demonstration that our highly sensitive nature does not need to be compartmentalized outside of work, outside of business, outside of working with teams, but it's actually really meant to be fully mm-hmm. present, you know? Yes. And, and I think the positive part too, I've never been talking about 80 percenter and we, you know, we're so tired of these conferences that go start at 7am, right, right, right. but I, I've been surprised how much people are really receptive to different yes work styles and, you know, being highly sensitive, people get it. They may not be able to articulate it, but they get different strengths that people bring to the table. That's usually for the most part in a good setting. I think people are so different. And that's also something as a highly sensitive in a workplace, like I have to create the space and the structure to bring out the best in people. So not everyone is going to react at a meeting. If I say any questions, you know, that, Some people have questions a day later. Some people need to know the questions in advance to be able to respond to them. There's just such a different setup and just kind of skill set for each person. And I think organizations are really, really missing out if they don't accommodate that and really create the space for it. So agreed. Yeah. yeah, agreed 100%. And thank you so much for really speaking to the element that it's not us against them, right? It's not the highly sensitives against the non-highly sensitives, the 20 percenters against the 80 percenters. But yet that what a highly sensitive has to bring to those who are not highly sensitive is an alternative perception, right? A different way of seeing things and through that different way of seeing things, different way of processing something, different to bring to the setting and that even the ability to draw out from those who are not highly sensitive, perhaps skills and strengths that they're not aware that they, that they hold and that they possess. And that's really the ultimate, right? I mean, that we can get to a place where there is that inclusivity that I hear you speaking to, which to me is absolutely a key part of leadership where you're able to recognize it. Not everyone is meant to operate the same, that people have different skills, strengths, and perspectives to offer, and how to be able to really work so that there can be contribution in all different ways and all different levels. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, and I think I'm so passionate, too, that we cannot work the way we've been working for so many years. I mean, there's people who, yeah, they hate their jobs, they're, you know, substance abuse issues pop up, like in the healthcare setting, there's workplace violence. So there's, there's violence against nurses by family members, by other staff there. I mean, it's just crazy. Yes. So I think this, 
different way of operating is needed on, on so many levels. And I, yeah. And I know you and I, you know, it's like, there's a lot of energetic work that goes on behind the scenes, but sometimes it probably sounds like a heavy lift in our, our conversation, but it can be really easy. And I know you kind of have talked recently about this ease and flow. And I think that people would be surprised how much people will open up and kind of shine with just a really light touch or just the, you know, slightest change in circumstances that it doesn't have to be this massive overhaul to be able to inch towards something that's a healthier work environment. Yeah. So agreed. I am right there with you, right there with you on the passion, right there with you on how much this is absolutely needed. And we're really where we're meant to be going in my opinion, as a result of the global pandemic and that it can be done easily, especially when you really, you know, choose to clean your strengths, own your strengths, operate within your strengths as a highly sensitive, you know, and as you mentioned more than once, have the tools, have the trainings available to support you in being able to do that so that you can stay above the frame. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So along these lines, and especially with this passion, you know, what is next for Jennifer? Do you have a, a sense of what might be on the horizon for you as a highly sensitive leader? Well, continuing to to be the work in progress is a you know, it, it'll all never be done with this kind of work, and that's part of just I think with with the way I grew up, I never wanted to be a negative influencer, like a negative net drag on society, on the people that I interface with. So I'm continually looking at that, not overdoing it like I used to do in the past, but kind of looking at, am I doing what I can within my power? And then I think one of the most rewarding things of my career has been to see, especially like women that I've worked with come into leadership positions come into these, you know, different alternative work setups, like an independent contractor arrangement where maybe they're a mom. There's many women that I work with, they're they're mothers of young children. And this setup allows them the flexibility to be there for their kids without being super stressed out. I mean, I just can't imagine being a parent in our traditional nine to five setup. I hear about that all the time from the women that I work with. Like they, they can't get off work in time to get to daycare without getting a fine. If their child is sick and they have to be called, you know, it's like, that's just insanity. So for me, the more that I can do business in a way that opens up these alternative setups that are empowering for, you know, women, for families, for children. I mean, it doesn't just have to be women. That just happens to be where I'm at right now. That just, that's probably like the underlying purpose and kind of drive is what can I do to create this within the sphere that I have control over so that people are able to be functioning members of society in a way that works for them in the workplace and outside of it. So exciting. So exciting and so needed. It's going to just be really awesome to continue to watch where you go and grow and, uh, you know, have the privilege of being support along the way. And along those lines, what would you say to someone who's listening? Who's like, Oh, that sounds really awesome, but ah, scary. I don't know what to do. Where do I start? What would you have to say? 
Well, that was me. So I, I try, <laughs> you know, I probably have advice that's like, oh, what would I do? But like from a personal perspective, you know, let me just say what, what worked for me is that I absolutely needed accountability and a community like you offer. You know, I had read Elaine Aaron's book about highly sensitive people and what that meant. And I had researched stuff online, but I had no idea how to apply it in my life in different settings. So for me, you know, I had a high level of fear when I started because I was in so much overprotection that the thought of doing things in a different way was really threatening. Um, so my advice would be that if you're at all similar to me, or if you feel those things, especially now, you know, with everything going on in society, that maybe you consider having the structure of a community and the accountability, because again, if, if anyone is at all like me in the way that I learned, it's so incredibly valuable. And I just, I just can't imagine doing it alone. You have a lot of tools and resources out there for anyone who's interested that's free, but I do feel like the game changer is again, accountability and community along with your teachings. Yeah. I would really agree with you. I've just seen it make the difference time and time again. Well, thank you so much for your time, for your energy. As I said at the beginning of our conversation, for all the ways that you show up with this commitment to growth and to evolution and for all the ways that you're showing up as a highly sensitive leader. Thank you. Thank you so much, Heather. It's been an honor. And thank you so much for listening, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of this Business Miracles podcast episode and for beginning to dip your toe into the journey of highly sensitive leadership training. If you are ready to truly use your sensitivities as strengths in all parts of your work and life, I invite you to connect for a one-on-one chat. You will experience being deeply listened to and together we'll get a sense of whether the highly sensitive leadership training programs are the best next step for you and your highly sensitive journey at this time. Just go to www.claritycall.com to schedule a conversation. We so look forward to connecting with you. Talk to you soon.